Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning into another awesome, amazing podcast episode. Today's we have an amazing featured guest. Today's featured guest is a singer, a soul food caterer, a published author, a true inspiration, and a dynamic woman. Please welcome the one and only Mary Elam. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Yes, thank you, thank you again for uh, for coming for coming on and for taking the time. Definitely appreciate it. And so, um, when you hear of Yolanda Adams' song "Still Our Wives," what comes to your mind? So when I hear the songs um, "Still I Rise," um, I think of how um, my situation. Um, I think about um, though I was broken, I was broken, I was crushed um, by life, um, but God uh, welcomed me into his arms and he allowed me to rise up so others would be blessed by my testimony. So um, that's what I think of when I think of that wonderful song by Yolanda Adams. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. You know, broken crowns to color, no matter how broken they may be, that's still have the ability to color. That's true. That's true. And so, um, you know, a lot of you see a butterfly flying around, but we don't understand the process that it had to go through to get to that point. And you mentioned um, about your testimony. Would you mind sharing your testimony as well as um, what you did to get where you're at now? Sure. Um, so, um, like many of us, um, I, I was raised uh, um, in a Christian home. I uh, grew up um, as a PK, a preacher's kid. Um, so, I knew church. Uh, home, uh, joined the military, uh, met my spouse, met my husband. Um, and we both, um, we were at the time, didn't know Christ uh, in its fullness. But God saw fit for us to become um, saved. We, we, um, both of us received Christ um, shortly after our marriage, and we're in Christian home, similar to what we grew up in. Um, but one of the things that for me was that neglected was I knew how to do church, but I did not have a relationship with Christ. There was no um, intimacy there. Um, I did um, the works. I did the religiosity. But I didn't have a relationship with Christ. I didn't have a relationship with Holy Spirit. There was no intimacy. There was no closeness. Um, I just did what I thought was required of me. Um, and it actually came up and kind of blew up in my face. But I knew that it was for my good. I didn't like myself. Uh, and I've shared this in my testimony but with others that I didn't like how I was with people. I didn't like how I interacted because um, because God had gifted me and talent and gave me um, several talents. Um, you name some of them. I, I sing. I, I do. Um, I'm able to do uh, a lot of different things God has given me with of the ability to cook. I, I love all that stuff. I love uh, praise and worship. All of those things, right? But the thing of it was, is, you know, when people begin to tell you how awesome you are, you know, if you're not submitted and yielded to God, you 
start believing your own hype. That's what I call it. Believe your own hype. So I believed my own hype to the point where I became prideful and arrogant and all these other things and um, just religious, judgmental, critical, all of the things that, that, you know, that people see when they think about church, the unchurched think of us as all of the things that I named because we don't have the love of Christ in our hearts we don't we don't exude it in other words we don't we don't live the way we talk we don't walk it we just talk it and so um, God allowed some things in my place which crushed me to the point of almost wanting to just die but what happened was I had asked God to change me I remember like just it was yesterday I, I got on the side of my bed and I got on my knees and I prayed and I asked God I said Lord I don't like how I am I don't like the way I do things. I don't like the way I treat people. I need you to change me because I don't know how to fix me. I don't know how to do it. And so what happened was when you ask God to take you to another level or when you ask God to come in and do a work, a lot of times you think everybody thinks it's all peaches and cream. It's, you know, butterflies and daffodils. But a lot of times it's crushing. It's it's taking the very thing that you love the most or that you have idolized above God and putting it under uh, just in a in a tailspin so I was in a tailspin I thought my life was going to be ruined because I didn't know no I no longer knew what truth looked like everything that I believed to be true was just blown up in my face and I was like what is this you know and so um, I began to search for God I began to go after God like I should have been all the wrong but at the same time you know sometimes you know we need a nudge so I got a nudge and my nudge I went after God and um, on this journey it's been about almost three years now that I've been going after God with everything in me um, some days are great some days are not so great because you know he will show you still those areas that are still lacking and so it's been a it's been a great ride up for the majority most part um, because God has literally changed me he's he's done the work in I laid things um, like pride, I laid um, arrogance, I laid unforgiveness, bitterness, rage, anger, all those things I laid at the foot of Jesus. I, I asked him, he teach me how to, how to do life with him, how to do life with Holy Spirit, how to have a relationship with him. And he's placed me um, in, a, in an environment, he's placed me in a, a realm where I'm connected to people who I learn from and who, who 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 have taught me what it truly means to to have a face-to-face, heart-to-heart um, intimacy with the Lord. And I love it. I love it. Wow, what a blessing. That is truly, truly awesome. Um, yeah, it's, unfortunately, um, religion has, you know, a lot of, for a lot of people, made people think that, if they just go to church every Sunday, then everything okay. But more than religion, God desires uh, relationships. So I know in in some as, in some aspects, this pandemic, God is is using for good to remind His children that it's not about coming to the building; it's about coming to the feet of Jesus and entering into yes. that personal, intimate relationship with Him. You know. Yes, as I mean. For me, um, it has been a blessing. I mean, I don't take it lightly what's happening, you know, um, the destruction, the deaths, the 
all of those things and I pray I pray God's uh, uh, healing power and um, blessing over people who I have to you know who have gone through it but for me personally it has been a blessing because you know it has given me the opportunity to be in my home because I do uh, I work for my home um during the pandemic once it started I started working for my home completely and during that time frame I mean God has uh just encountered me so much so I mean I can tell you you know tell you stories of how you know he has just just encountered me so to the point where I'm almost you know I'm trying to do my job but the the encounters are so beautiful and just so magnificent I can't even put it into words because you know I just knowing him and 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 engaging with Holy Spirit and, and and establishing that relationship it's it's beyond anything that I've ever experienced and and and, you know, I, I don't want to go back. I don't want to ever have to go back to the religiosity or or the the, the, the pharisaical spirit, um, the religious spirit, because it, it doesn't draw people. It doesn't have the heart of the father. There's no love there. It's all judgment and critical and, and tradition, which, you know, in some aspects are fine. Like I have a tradition with my family at Christmas time. My husband has a tradition. You know, he makes cookies with the with the children and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that time. I'm talking about, you know, we only do it this way. That's religion. We only do it that way. You don't give room for the Holy Spirit. You don't, you know, there's no there's no um, leading by him. It's, it's it's this way. That's that's the only way we do it. We don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't want to go back there because God has released me from that. And because of that fact, I don't want anybody else to be a part of that. So he's given me the ability to to do um to, to, to give my testimony and share, you don't have to stay in that in that that pharisaical religious uh, mindset. There is freedom, truly freedom in Jesus. There is truly freedom to worship. There's truly freedom to praise. There's truly freedom to to engage with Holy Spirit to the point where you fall in love with the creator of the universe. How many people can really say that, or, or or how many people can say that? You know, I've 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 been engaged with with Holy Spirit to the point where I don't want to stop. I don't want it to end. You know what I'm saying? That is where God is taking. That is where that, and that's what I want to share with other people. You don't have to, you know, be stuck. You don't have to be stuck and feel that there's no other way. That you know, this is all I know. No, there is freedom, true freedom in Jesus. True freedom, true freedom. Yeah. I love. It. Yeah, so so very true. God is, God is amazing, and he, he has in this world to confound the wise and doing things how he wants through whomever he. Oh, and that's the awesome thing about, um, you know, about him, and it's you know sad. A lot of people feel like they have to, you know reach a certain status or get better before coming to him but that doesn't make sense that's like having an open wound and saying you need to heal it first before going to the hospital no you know you go to the hospital just as you are and likewise you know, we can all come to god just as just how we are and dirty he you know in spite of you know you know he, he does the cleansing he does the purification all he wants is your yes. All he wants is your yes. All he wants is a yielded vessel. He wants a yielded vessel. And, and you know, um, 
the problem is for, for us, for uh, a lot of people, uh, uh, is that we, we don't know how to relinquish control because, you know, we, we've been, a lot of times uh, we've grown up in, in, in areas where um, things have been uh, we've been run over or we've been taken advantage of and you know we when we go through things we go through horrific things and you know nobody's going to ever do this to me again or they're going to ever tell me what to do and all of this stuff it's not even like that you know when you say yes to Jesus when you give God your your yes when you totally and completely surrender to him no pretense no um thoughts of going back you know you what you're saying is you know, I'm, I'm going to relinquish control to allow God to do what he wants to do in my life. And, and when I give him that exchange, when I give myself totally completed to him, he does so much better with my life than I ever could. So much better than I ever could. And he, the thing of it is, is people uh, a lot of times feel as though he's going to hurt them or he's not going to take care of them. Listen, he loves you with an everlasting love. There is nothing that he will not do for you. He is such a good, good father. That song, good, good father, totally and completely yes. true. Yes. He is a good father. He's better than good. He's a great father. You know, because he will give you the desires of your heart when you yield to him, when you obey him. And he knows what's best for you. That's the thing. We we, we feel as though we know what's best. No, you don't. You don't know what's best for you. That's why you're in the mess. That's why we're in the mess we're in right now because so many people feel like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. Yield to him. Allow him to have complete and total control of your life. And I promise you, he can do better. You can do much, much better with him than you can doing it on your on your own. Totally and completely. Yes, I definitely agree. That is so true. And um, that is so true. And you know how it is when you touch a glass and you leave your fingerprint on the glass well i believe that um you shall see you know fingerprint all over your life indicating god at work in your life and and speaking of that you you wrote a book called god is at work Would you mind sharing more about that so um the the, the title of my book is called god is greater touch um god is greater fighting daily with faith that's the second book um and so the the basically what the book is talking about it is it's equipping people to know that um you don't have to accept the the lies of the enemy you don't have to accept what he gives you you know we are so used to 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 listening and believing um our own thoughts um, and, and what others have said about us. And so we take that and we take ownership of it. Well, maybe I am this way or maybe I am this way because guess what? You know, they said that about me and, you know, I, I haven't accomplished much and, and all these things. So you begin to take those and take ownership of it. What my book really tells you is that you can fight those things. You don't have to accept those things because God is greater. He is greater than any situation there is nothing too hard for him and when you partner with him when you allow him to 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 take control of your life and you co-labor with him 
you know, he is able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that works in us. He's given us power and authority to, to stomp on serpents and scorpions, to crush the lies of the enemy because the enemy's job is to come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and that more abundantly. He wants us to have abundant life. He doesn't want us to cower to the lies. And so when you have uh, received so much negativity from the world and, you know, things have gone on in your life, you know, um, some people have dealt with uh, uh, horrific things, molestation and uh, 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 drug addiction and divorce and all of these things. And they've dealt with them and, 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 and they believe the lies of the enemy that they're no good or they're not good enough or they're not worthy. And those are all lies. Those are all lies that the enemy will tell you. But when you begin to get into the word and you begin to study the word of God and you begin to come into agreement with what God's word says about you, you are beautifully and wonderfully, fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror. Greater is he that lives within you than he that lives in the world. And you begin to say those things out of your mouth and you you believe it. You know, the power of, 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 of life, death and life is in your, in your tongue. When you begin to open up your mouth and you don't uh, and stop saying what the negative, you know, that I am this or I am that. No, you begin to say what you are according to God's word and you fight with faith. You begin to believe what the word of God says over your life. And so that's what my second book is about. And it talks. Um, it's a 21 day devotional that encourages people to not stay where they are. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to. You grow and you grow. Every time you open your mouth and you proclaim the goodness of the Lord about you, about what God says about you, about your situation, even though uh, we walk by faith, we walk by faith and not by sight, even though it's what we see, I may be sick in my body, but by the word of God says, by his stripes, I am healed. So I'm declaring, declaring healing over my body. I'm declaring that even though things may look bad in my relationship, guess what? God says that, there, that, that that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And everyone who uh, uh, who stands up in judgment and lies about me and lies in the judgment, every tongue will can be convicted in the judgment. So guess what? That means God is telling you right now that he is for you. He is for you. When God is for you, he's more than the whole world against you. And he has given us the keys to the kingdom. He has given us his word. He's given us a mouth. You know, when I was growing up, I was always told I had a big mouth, you know, I, or I talk too much or I need to be quiet. What Those things as a child, you know, you talk too much, you know, all of those things, right? Well, I began to say, I began to cower down because, you know, of, of how much I talked. I began to cower down because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm talking too much. Guess what? God gave me this mouth for a reason. My mouth is used in prayer. My mouth is used in praise. My mouth is used in worship. And my mouth is used to decree and declare the word of God out of it to change and shift atmospheres. That is what I do with my mouth. So when you when 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 you come into agreement with the lies of the enemy about what he said about you, that you're not good enough, that you, you know, you're not worthy, you don't line up, you don't, you, you know, all the negativity things, you're not good and all that, all that is just foolishness. Because God said that you are above and not beneath. You know, you are the head and not the tail. Huh? So when we come into a group of what God says and we 
begin to decree it and declare it out of mouth and we say it until we believe it so that is what my my, my second book is about god is greater i love that so much i love that so much um you know it's like sometimes you can look at real tall buildings um and from the ground they may seem like humongous but then from the pl- airplane those same buildings may seem real tiny so like it's all about perspective so to us certain things or situations may seem real big but to god it's you know it's real small because there's there's nothing higher or bigger than god he is above all in all and through all and so it's it's all about you know perspective and making sure we're looking at things through the right lens exactly through his lens not through yes. ours amen because in our lens we're all we're going to see is the negative <laughs> yeah gotta uh definitely look at things through his lens and so you are a soul food caterer um I do. <laughs> that, that's definitely good to know i i love soul food do you ship it i do i actually right now i'm shipping my cakes you know the pandemic um has caused me to go to a different level so i'm um i do cakes i uh my my uh my uh, section of the catering business is called Cake by the Pound, Pound Cakes. And so I do ship, I have shipped to uh, almost every part of the United States since the pandemic has started. People want something sweetie. They want some good stuff. So um, I ship pound cakes. I've shipped them to Georgia, Virginia, Connecticut, Chicago, um, Texas. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Where else? Oh, I even shipped one to uh, Korea. Um, to a friend of mine who lives in, um, she's on Ontario. Yeah, I've pretty much shipped almost everywhere on the East Coast and some places in the Midwest. Um, I'm still waiting on the, on the West Coast, though. Um, what, y'all, what, what y'all waiting on? What y'all, <laughs> what y'all waiting on? I haven't shipped to California, um, but I've shipped to Georgia, Florida. Yeah, Florida. I just shipped to Florida uh, about two weeks ago. So, yeah. Wow. West Coast, I look, and I live in Hawaii, so West Coast, what y'all waiting on? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I do actually um, have a cake that's going out um, this next weekend to uh, to San Francisco. So, yes, I, okay. I will be hitting California next week. Let's <laughs> close represent, and that's good. That's good, and I'll, I'll definitely be giving you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, that's great. How did you get um, started in that? Have you always loved to cook? I have always loved to cook. Um, uh, I come from a long line of awesome cookers. My mom is an amazing cook. My aunt, who I'm named after, amazing cook. Oh my gosh. And her cakes were like melt-in-your-mouth delicious. But she was very um, crafty. I mean, creative um, niche about her. She was very creative, and so was my mom. I mean, um, she, I have I come from a, a family of seven, five children, four girls, and my mother would um, um, instead of buying a lot of our clothes when we were little because my mom didn't work when we were smaller, she would sew our sew our clothes, um, and so she's very creative. So I I love to cook, um, and so um, almost every church that I belong to. Um, we moved a lot because my husband's in the military, or he was, he retired in 2015, but we moved a lot. Almost every church that I was in, I was always um, had help with what's called a hospitality department, which means we provided food for, you know, for guests and, you know, church functions and things like that. And so 
I learned a lot from a lot of different people um, how to engage people with the hospitality. And so it's in my spirit. I love to prepare food for, for people. I just, I just do. Um, a lot of the things that I prepare here in Hawaii, uh, let's see, my soul food, specialties, catfish, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, um, cornbread, uh, potato, homemade potato salad, homemade coleslaw. You're making me hungry. <laughs> everything is scratched. There's no, yeah, everything is scratched. <laughs> and my cakes also, um, yeah, lots of butter, lots of sugar, everything is scratched. So, wow, homemade. You are making me as this. We're done with this. I'm gonna look for put your this the soonest flight. <laughs> Put your order in. Put your order in. I will. I will. <laughs> that is that is great. Everyone loves uh, loves good food. Unfortunately, I've had some people. Um, it wasn't all that. But then there's time those times where you've had certain people's cooking, and you know it's like it's one of those times you gotta take your take your shoes off so your toes could tingle. <laughs> That's funny, bro. For real. Um, as you had mentioned, you are gifted in many areas. You also like to sing too. So would you um, say you're the next um, Whitney or Cece or Janet no. or Aretha? Or? No, I'm, I'm not even close. I, 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 I enjoy singing. Um, I normally have, um, like I said, we moved a lot. Um, and... Um, growing up, I, my dad would have us sing. Um, like I said, I was PK, so he loved for us to uh, <laughs> sing in front of the church. Um, I enjoy singing, but um, I haven't sung in a long time. Um, it's been a long time. You know, when you when you go through things, there was um, when you go through things. Uh, sometimes you put some things on the back burner. And so really singing, I kind of just kind of like put it to the side, um, not because I don't like to do it, but because, you know, I, I see areas in my life that I really wanted to work on. And the area that I really wanted to work on was the area of prayer. Um, God has called me to intercession, um, prophetic intercession. And so um, that is uh, what I've really been focusing in on, not as much as the singing. But I have noticed um, I still love to worship. And so I've um, picked up, <laughs> I picked up flagging actually. <laughs> so, you know, just just however I, I'm led to worship God, whether it's through my voice, um, whether it's through flags, however he has led me to to draw closer to him. So yeah, I haven't I haven't sung in a good long time. And you know, a lot of times when you when you're a singer, if you don't use your gift it gets kind of rusty. So I was driving the other day in my car and I was singing and I was like, oh no, this does not sound, <laughs> this does not sound good. So um, yeah, but I, I still love to do it, but I just don't do it as often as I should, you know? And since you brought it up, I guess God is telling me, Mary, let's go. Time to get back <laughs> on it, get back on it. You have worked in, you know, worked on the intercession area. Let's, let's get back on the, the singing so that, you know, um, to worship it because I love I love worship I love worship because it, it gets to the heart of father and, and a lot of people feel like worship is only with singing no worship is is anytime you just go to get to the heart of God and like I said earlier I started to flag 
And so um, sometimes I'll just turn music on in my home and um, and I'll just flag in the house. And it, I literally can feel an atmosphere shifts. I can feel um, the, the presence of the Holy Spirit is just so thick. Um, and so, however, you know, God is not um, in a box. And sometimes we feel like, you know, he only, like I said earlier, he does not just do it this way. There's other ways that he manifests his presence. And so, you know, we just have to, to, to hear his voice and tap into what he wants at that particular time. Like he's the one who told me, Mary, I want you to get flags. Like, okay, I don't do that. But if you want me to do that, I will do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, worship is worship is um it's so awesome the days whenever they would go out to battle they would send the worshipers out first to prepare the atmosphere so it's like imagine how powerful that would be if everyone anytime they would face any type of, they would begin to worship or approaching it yes. it'd be awesome. Yes, I I love um second chronicles um, chapter 20 talking about uh, King Jehoshaphat and how he sent the worshipers um, before um, before the battle and they didn't even have to draw their swords because the, the worship was just so good but if you if you if you look at that story with King Jehoshaphat in second uh, Chronicles chapter 20 it talks about how he declared he prayed and inquired of God and he declared a fast and 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 so they prepared their hearts and that's what God is wanting he wants our hearts to be prepared for him so that we can receive him you know um, a lot of times people try to worship God and their hearts are not prepared you know they just go into no you know you can prepare praise prayer fasting prepare your heart so that you can be authentic in your worship you know and God oh he so appreciates that so appreciates that yes and also obedience is worship it's a form of worship just obedience yes yes that is um it's so true and it's awesome um my the first concert I ever went to my mom took me to it was to see the uh the Winans family. Yes. It was a whole family at the Circle Star up in uh, San Francisco. Okay. And there was this one song that always stands out. If I could sing, it goes like, everything you touch has a song. You touch my yes. life today. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love. I love that. everything is a song yeah he 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 turns you know graves into gardens you know uh beauty or you know ashes into beauty so god is amazing yes he is i love it i love it and so it sounds like you have a lot going on so being that there's only 24 hours in a day how do you balance everything Um, I make a lot of lists. I have things, I have like things to do lists. I, and one of the, the, the main things I do is, um, is I have, uh, things on my phone to remind me. I put reminders on my phone. Like I'll say, like, I know I have, um, I have prayer this afternoon. Um, um, I belong to a, 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 a tribe over here on the island and, we have been doing 15 minutes of powerful prayer 
um, every day since September. And so today we have prayer at two, which is Hawaii time, two o'clock. And so I set a clock, I set my reminder. Um, I also know that I have some errands to run. So I put down, I made my list. What do I need to do? And then I prioritize based upon what's most important. <laughs> so right. I, I, you know, and, and also too, you know, I, I, you know, have to find times for rest. Like I'm big about rest. Um, yeah. I'm big on rest. Uh, my, my husband will tell you, oh, you already in the bed? Yeah, I'm in the bed early because Holy Spirit gets me up really early to engage with him. Yeah. So I go to bed. Like I, I normally I'm in bed by eight o'clock, but I normally wake up at like one o'clock or two. Um, and that's my prayer time. That's time I, I read. That's time I have quiet time with Holy Spirit because once I get up, you know, up, up at 5.30 or 4.30 or whatever time I'm getting up prepared for work, my day is just like, whoo, you know, and I still have to spend yeah. time with my husband. You know, I have, I, my, none of my children live here on island with us. It's just us. And so, um, uh, you know, they call me throughout the day. <laughs> so, you know, we, you have to find time to balance. And then you ask God, you ask Holy Spirit to, to, to grade you um, with um, how to balance out your time because it's so important, you know, and then sometimes you got to say no, you know, yeah. I can't do that right now. Um, to. I, I took a, I took a, a hiatus from social media. You know, I have a, a, a page, a Facebook page called Touching His Him and, um, and, and I'm also on Instagram, but I up, you know, daily, I, I give out um, daily words of encouragement, sometimes two or three times a day. On Fridays, I have what's called Faith Field Friday, where I, um, uh, go forth with whatever God has given me for that day um, but God's like I need you to take a break I need you to take a break and I need you to spend some time with me quality time, more time so you know you have to listen to Holy Spirit when he says take a break you have to understand yes. that you are a human being and your body uh, <laughs> your body will let you know you know yeah. your body will let you know if you're doing too much your body will let you know if you're going beyond what is needed you know but then god will also grace you for the things that he requires of you you know so that's that's a few of the ways i balance it but yeah you know more than anything just just asking god for the grace to do the things that you have to do you know and trying to stay as organized as possible which is was always not my strong suit but god has uh, taught me i married someone who's very organized <laughs> so i've learned from him yeah a lot um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's how I, I balance. Oh, that's good. It's real important that um, that we don't treat our bodies like like our cell phone. People, cell phone is at five percent or two percent to charge. That's not um, not good, you know. And you know, it's phone just how a phone can only go so long before being recharged it's it's the same with our body you know after a while our, our yes. body will give us certain warning signs that we need to attend to and you know we need to those signs of something bigger from happening so it's important self-care is the first step in you know taking care of ourselves as well as taking care of others we can't you know we can't give what we don't have Exactly. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm -mm. No. You got to refresh. You got to refill. 
you gotta renew yeah yes so true. all that all that <laughs> important and if there's a young lady who may be listening to this who knows that there's greatness in her life but feels what advice would you give her well first I would tell her that um, the situation or circumstance that you're in right now is only temporary um, that God has more for you um, and I would let her know to seek his face um, to um, go after him with no abandon um, when I say go after him uh, I mean to to cry out to God and you know sometimes one of the, the things that I do and I'm, I'm sharing this with, with with others is I talk a lot right but there are times when God says I want you to just come to me quiet mm-hmm. and listen and so that would give that advice to a, a lot of women um, like you said earlier about the balance so so much so many times we we um we're so filled we have so many things to do we bounce so many different balls um go to god quiet turn on some worship with no words nothing just instrumental right mm-hmm. sit before him and just say lord i'm sitting in your presence i want to hear from you I no longer believe the lies of the enemy. I renounce every lie that was spoken over me. I forgive every person. I do it. I forgive because you said that I cannot go forward unless I forgive. So I ask that you would give me the grace to forgive. And then I just, I I, want to sit here in your presence and I want to hear your voice. And I want you to speak to me. I want you to tell me what is on your heart. And you know, sometimes you will hear right away and sometimes you won't. And a lot of times when people don't hear right away, they give up. But if you continue to do that, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you have a notepad and you have a pen and you just sit there in his presence, just, just Lord, I want to, I want to just be here with you. I want to know your heart for me. What are you, what is it that you say about me? Sometimes I'll do that, Brian. And when I tell you, he will begin to download stuff into me. He will begin to tell me scriptures. I want you to go to this scripture. And I'll open up my Bible. And it is exactly what I need to hear. So don't give up if you don't hear him the first time, the second time, the third time. Keep pressing in. Don't stop. Allow him to minister to you. Allow him to speak to you and heal you. This is uh, so, so many times we are we have so much uh, baggage from past relationships, from 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 family members, from from all types of stuff, illnesses, uh, uh, past things that we've done in our past, and we hold on to it. Let it go, and allow God to heal your brokenness. Allow Him to heal your heart. He is He is the healer of broken people. Ask me how I know. <laughs> yeah. I was so broken. And so despondent and just believed every lie. And I was a Christian. But once I got to the understanding of who God was and what he did for me by sending Jesus to die on the cross and, and redeem me back to him. Man, listen, there is nothing 
there is nothing that will stop me from getting in his presence I want nothing why because I know that that is where I draw my strength that is where I draw my strength that is where I I, 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 I come in relationship with the Holy Spirit and I just invite him in yeah that's what I would share with any woman who feels that they're stuck or broken get quiet before God yeah yeah wow amen definitely um, awesome pearls of wisdom thank you for that Um, and finally um, if people would like to connect with you how can they do so they can go to my website uh, www.touchinghishim.com um, that's the name of my first book, Touching His Him, My Journey to Wholeness. Um, they can go to www.touchinghishim.com. I'm also on Facebook, um, my um, under the same name, Touching His Him. Um, they can also find me on Instagram. Um, Instagram is Touching His Him. <laughs> Touching <laughs> underscore his underscore him. Um, yeah, and my, you know, Mary Elam, that's me. Um, I, and know that God is is not forgotten about you you are not an afterthought you are not an afterthought he is very present and his heart is on you his heart is for you yeah you're not an afterthought Mm. I just heard that in I just heard that in the spirit somebody somebody that's going to listen to this is going to believe that they're an afterthought to God and they're not you're not Mm. Um, yeah amen amen thank you again so much for coming on I definitely definitely and thank you everyone so much for tuning in Um, this has been an awesome season 3 of um, episode is actually the last three Um, I'm so grateful to to God Um, so the next episode will be the first one of season 4 I'm so thankful for um, this being the podcast that obedience built, this podcast is truly a testament of what God can do through you when you give him your yes. So I truly, truly, truly am grateful for that. Um, if you, as we, you know, continue to grow in this podcast, um, we are in the process. I'm in the process of um, getting better equipment, you know, to be able to bring quality um uh, you do desire to sow or pour into this um, podcast ministry you can if you have the cash app my cash app is the dollar sign bride davy which is a combination of my first and middle name brian david 888 so it's a dollar sign bride davy 888 or if you don't have cash app um you can simply email me at david b as in boy d as in david p as in at yahoo.com that's david bdp35 at yahoo.com and i can definitely assist you with that and be definitely